Welcome to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. And we are the Loxicutioners. We're going to be eating lightning and talking thunder and punching you right in the eye holes today. Did, did you get that reference, what I said? It's usually in the ear holes. Today, I'm, we're punching you in the eye holes. Man, you are one clever. Man, I, God, on, on the fly, you, on the fly. How you do those things? Help, bud, experience. Uh, so the reason we're doing that is because we are now in the new studio, if the people at home can't see it. And we're doing video, like sort of legit video. We hope to be. Shout legit. out to Don, Don the producer Brown, and 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 uh, Nick Hartsock. Okay. And Nick Hartsock. Are, are actually actually we had to bring in a, a young high school <laughs> teenage kid to show Don, who then showed us, and now we're gonna screw it up. But we're not the people where you can like a guy can come in and show us how to no. do it. You know, we got to write notes down and right. one step, yes. two step. Yes. You show Don Brown. He, yeah, he gets the guy knows things. Stotler Brown. Shout out to Stotler Brown. Um, so, yeah, we are here in the we're here in our new studio, the Eat, Say, Live uh, podcast studio. And we have video capabilities and we're, we're ready to roll. Yeah. Um, you now have control of the volume. And a little keypad now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> things are going to get funky. Things are, when you don't laugh at my jokes. Okay, we've, I, we've heard enough already. <laughs> <laughs> but things are probably going to get a little louder around here with you because you do have control of the volume. Yes. I don't like that, but... Uh, if you're playing along at home, every time I hit one of the little uh, the little sound effects, do a shot. Ooh, that'd be a fun little game. That would be. Um, so, you know, we didn't want to bring like a, like a real guest on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> So we just found some high school punk, right? That's 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 your words, not mine. <laughs> but uh, so uh, the last few years, I've been a part of the CEO program. It's a program that uh, Katie Sabalo uh, does, and it's area high schools kind of come together, the seniors, and uh, they tour different uh, businesses in the area, and talk to different uh, business people, business leaders, entrepreneurs like ourselves, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, and it's 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 kids who want to, you know, maybe start their own business when they, you know, when they grow up. And so they come in, they tour your facility, and at the very at the end of the program, they uh, they start their own business, have a little job fair, investors come in, blah 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 blah, do it kind of like a little mini mini local shark tank sort of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, the the big the the thing I liked about the most as I could see a high school kid really getting the most out of this program is at that end when they have to start their own business right like you're thrown into it like okay now I got I went through the year we've talked to people we've picked people's brains they do some other things but now you got to start something to try to make a profit right I mean it just you, from the both of us you know the more experience you get the younger you start. You start making those mistakes, and that's where you actually learn right. from those mistakes. Yeah. And so the, the earlier you start, the better. Right. How, how awesome would that program have been to have when you were young? It, unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable is right. A, um, so great idea. This was your first for, – I've done it a few years, and then this was your first year doing it. Yeah. And so our guest, he is in the CEO program. You know, came and uh, toured the Thunderdome, then came up and toured the Brick House. And he, I guess he stayed after and talked to you. Stayed after and well, talked to you. You know what kind of pissed me off? Why didn't he stay after and talk to me? Well, I don't, I don't you know? know, man. I guess w- your the, words what? of wisdom were not, <laughs> didn't really touch him. I covered everything. He's probably intimidated by me. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> 
<laughs> so, so he, he, he stayed after stayed a little after. bit, had some had some great questions about mm-hmm. some things, and uh, you know, after he left, it kind of hit me. I'm like, we're doing a show. I'm like, it would be great to l- him come on and talk about why he has started the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. life, and he's he had a he had a already has a business started right. that he makes money off of. And so I thought it'd be cool if he came on, talked about how he got started, why he got started, and what's he love, what's he hate about this, and right. some of the lessons he's learned. Uh, one thing I want to touch on uh, that you sort of said in there is is the qu- their questions. Like when they come, like those kids come in and they, they give them a the little tour and you kind of talk about how you started. They have great questions. Great questions. You know, I was sh- I was shocked by it. You know, every year I kind of have the same little little spiel and things like that. And this year I didn't say as much. I just let just let them do questions. And my whole thing was just almost filled with their questions Yeah, because they're, they're so, they're so good at it. Yeah, they're, you know what I'm they're, saying? They're great questions. So, so I, you know, I gave my little spiel about how I came about and mm-hmm. then anybody got any questions. I mean, it was, yeah, they were good. And they, it just made it. Then it just started conversation. I, you know what? If I like back when I was in high school, I was, I'd be like, Hey, does this job get you chicks? <laughs> That's what I would have asked. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, what kind well, of car you drive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how much money you make? <laughs> so anyway, I guess we'll go ahead and introduce our guest. Now listen, listen, folks at home, folks at home, we're about to we're about to blow your minds. What we're getting ready to do with our new video capabilities. I would like to introduce you to our guest, Sean Mitchell. Boom. I meant for that to be applause, but it was laughing. <laughs> Sorry about that, Sean. So, hey, man, welcome to the show. Welcome to our new studio. Great great to see you again. How's it going, man? It's good. Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, so you, like we, we, we talked about, you, uh, you were in the uh, CEO program, and you toured both our facilities. Uh, what, what, which one did you like best? I mean, I definitely have to say I like Locks Brickhouse better because I came in here. And Get I, out! I, I just got insulted the whole time by you. So. <laughs> We're gonna edit that part out. I don't really remember insulting him. I think I said something. He's got like a mullet, Ross. I think I gave him some crap about his mullet, maybe. I could see, or you, go, like I could see you going that direction. I, I do kind of rip that on. That was him a when brave question in. that you asked there. What's that? <laughs> I just throw it out there. <laughs> he stayed and talked to you. We knew the answer. Uh, so. Uh, Sean, so what made you uh, what made you get into the program? So CEO was kind of like something obvious to me whenever we first found out about the program. The seniors last year all recommended it, even though none of them even really took their businesses after they recommended mm-hmm. the class because all the other classes are like, oh, I have school. I go to CEO in the mornings. So I'm like, I'm learning about life each day. Yeah. But for me, where I already had two businesses that I was running before I even started the class, and I knew I had startup money that I'd get. Uh-huh. And I don't really need startup money. <laughs> Just free money is what he's talking about. <laughs> and that's what that's what really kind of drew me to him like after he left. Like we need mm-hmm. to get him on a show because it didn't seem like he wasn't just taking the class. Mm-hmm. Like this is what he's this is his goal. This is what he's gonna do with his life. Yeah. Um, so you know, did you take get stuff out of the class? I mean, do, how how much did it help going around and talking to other business leaders and things? I mean, yeah, it was awesome. There's nothing else really like it. Going around and seeing like all the businesses. Like my biggest thing that I said to like all of our investors, we had an investor breakfast the other day where we talked to all the guys that invest in CEO as a program. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I walked 
I drive to Alton every day. Why are the all these businesses that I don't even know that are here that are making these this big of profits mm-hmm. and successful, and I don't even know about them? It's yeah. just you drive by these places and don't even know how successful these places are. And and like what we do on here is their stories because you probably heard a lot of great yeah. stories how they started. You know, with Ross just starting as a school teacher, never worked in the restaurant business, things like that. You hear these great stories. You know, I think it would be in, very inspirational for for people like that. And that's kind of what we do on the show is just hear people's hear people's stories um and i try to recommend this like to like any of my high school kids that train here or any of their parents like man when they're a senior get them into that ceo program how much have we talked about in the last i don't know five six shows (laughs) forever yeah mentorship find someone find find someone doing what you're doing and tell them to show you how to do it yes you know we've we've harped on harped on it yeah so um so let's let's talk about. I didn't know you had two businesses. First of all, so two businesses. Um, so I know the one six one eight customs. Okay, we, we'll tell I'll tell us tell us what 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 was the first business you started? So I started out in January of twenty twenty. I started painting custom shoes and cleats. Okay. So I was playing baseball. I had painted my own cleats since I was like thirteen. They're pretty, uh-huh. they're pretty ugly to start. But <laughs> I got yeah. And then I had hip surgery, so I was sidelined for like six months. And one of my teammates had begged me to do cleats forever, and I was like, "No, dude, I play baseball. I don't have time for that." Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "All right, I'm sidelined." So when you were down with the hip injury, right? That's when you. St- wow. Yeah. Okay. I painted about thirty cleats in those six months that oh, I was out, wow. and then started an Instagram with it because I was like, "I'll just show the cleats off," and then. People started buying them and stemmed from there. And it's called 618 Customs? Right. Now, Ross, let me – so you and I talked about a little of this, like what he's talking about on uh, – about COVID. Like downtime and things like that, like a lot of people like him were just like, okay, I'm just going to sit on the couch. I'm going to play freaking Fortnite and listen to Post Malone all freaking day, you know? Not, but like, not, not him. people like him. Yeah. He got people better. his age. He's like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm sidelined with this hip injury. I'm going to do something. I'm going to make myself better yeah. from the couch, from the table, from my desk, whatever. So that's 618 Customs, right? Correct. So um, did you? I, I think you brought a shoe in for yeah. us to see. I have a pair that I wear because like, I still play, obviously, and I have uh-huh. a Marquette pair. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. Yep. Look at that, Ross. So, He's already a natural on the camera, too. So the So talk about everything that you put on that show. On so that like shoe. This shoe to start out, it's, it's a full blue cleat, and I take it and I'll have to sand it down and use acetone on it to prep it, so that's how the paint will stay. Like I've worn these easily like 30, 40 times, and all the paint's still on it, so that's a big part of that. And then I'll go in and I'll stencil where you see the M. I stencil that so it's clean. I started out with no stencils, but I had to buy a stencil maker, yeah. and I did that. I put the cross on there too, and then I'll use like a paintbrush to put the lightning under, and then airbrush over it to really give the lightning effect. And that was this. Let me see. Let me see that. Hey, props. Man comes right off the bat. Jordan. Right. Already, already loving it. It's cool. It's it's awesome. It like, really is cool. Wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> um, so, are you artistic? You know, what I'm saying I mean you can do that, but I mean, are are you like naturally? Have you always been an artist, or you want to leave like, that up on the table? Yeah, there. Yeah, come. Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> So like that's a big thing about that that people are always like, oh, I couldn't even do this. Like mm-hmm. that's too hard. You have to be super artistic. And I have artistic ability, but it's not like I'm like a crazy good artist. Like I was drawing growing up. No, it was, it was something that I was like okay at, and I just watched YouTube a lot on it. I learned from other people and got better at it. Like I said, my first customs were pretty bad, mm-hmm. they were ugly, and <laughs> kept getting better. 
Now your you made them for your friends. You said when you had. Now did they pay you? Yes. They did. <laughs> He's not screwing around, is he, Ross? Dollar <laughs> <laughs> dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> I talked about it quite a bit, and we've always talked about it. The <clears throat> the resources that are out there. He brought up YouTube, mm -hmm. a perfect resource that you have to to create anything that you want to create. I don't care if it's creating a new a new bedroom your kid's bedroom, a, ki a kid's bedroom design, uh, anything you want to do in your house. But you can, I mean, YouTube is such a, such a res resourcefulness tool that is, it's just at everybody's fingertips. And, you know, everything with that, even getting into, you know, a rabbit hole on Instagram or, or Twitter, the things that you can learn, mm -hmm. you know, you, he said uh, he has very little artistic ability. It doesn't look like it to me. It doesn't look like it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like he said, he gets a stencil. He's able to, you know, maybe from some of the lack of artistic ability he has, maybe he just he works his way around it by using a stencil or whatever, right? Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna use that stuff. Yeah. It was it wasn't here 20 years ago, you know, that people could learn things just at their fingertips like this. Well, that's what when the CEO program, when they come in and talk to me, I always tell them, like, this is the greatest time ever, ever. to start a business. Yeah. One, there's so many like there's so many people putting free content about how to do it. You know, and the information is all just there. Yeah. You know, um, so now. So where is it? Where is your biggest like where do you sell them? Who do you sell them to? Is it eBay? Is it Craigslist? Is it Facebook Marketplace? Are people just coming to you now? For sure. With customs, that's like I'll have people come to me, and I don't ever start an order if I don't have someone that's a buyer. So, like, I'll have someone DM me on Instagram, and they'll be mm -hmm. like, how much is a custom cleat? And I'm like, well, that's kind of a loaded question. Right. There's a lot that goes into it. There's Because cleats range from a $20 custom to, like, 160 is, like, the highest I've ever done. Mm -hmm. how, do you how do you come up with your pricing? How do you charge? Is it so all like, about time or... If someone came to me and wanted this cleat, I'd be like, so where it's the base color's right, I don't have to change the base color. That's where okay. that's easier. And I just had to do a stencil. I had to do that. And I'll be like, this shoe might take five hours. I'll charge you $80 for mm -hmm. it. And it's more of like an hourly time frame versus how much paint I had to put on. Okay. So a lot of people think it's like, oh, you don't even have to paint that much. I'm like, but it's going to take a lot of time. Right. The amount of paint that costs money. Yep. Um, so they they bring you the shoe. It can be they bring me the shoe, or I can recommend them by like, like ordering it to my house. That's been something that's super easy. Like where I'll find a deal online for them. Mm -hmm. I know where to look for all these cleats now after I've been doing it for so long. I'll be like, you buy the cleat and order it to my house. Or some people just have me buy the cleat and they pay in full for pay for the shoe and pay for the yeah. And do you charge them for the extra for the shoe for you ordering them? Mm -mm, no, no, just you just give them the price to you and then the work that you put into it. Right. Yeah, that's is, awesome. Is the cleat right now, your most popular item. Is that what you do the most of? I'd say I do the most of cleats for sure. Um, because you play baseball, right? Right. Yes. Are you playing in college? Yeah. I'm yes. Going to Parkland College. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. That that's awesome. Um, isn't our isn't our um who's the coach there? Is that where um, Silkwood? Yeah, so, Silkwood. Oh yeah, Silkwood. Right? Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. we had we had Joe Silkwood, right. Anthony's dad, on our podcast. He was actually the first one in here without the cameras. Yeah, nice. Look at that, Ross. Look at that. I don't know what that means, but it means something, <laughs> right? <laughs> Anthony's a great dude. For sure. So, so um, you got everything on Instagram. You want to give a shout out? So you got it pulled up right now, Todd? I do. It looks like it, his Instagram is 618 Customs. Right. And I can, Ross, you think I can show this? To, can we see that on our shot? We're just experimenting, folks. Yeah. Yep. You're good right there. Okay. Yeah, scroll through. So, can. can you want to talk about any of these a little bit? 
here. I'll, I'll uh, look at this. Oh, yeah, so that one's pretty cool. Like where I'm, I do a lot of cleats, and everybody thinks about the cleats, but that's a uh, for a local business here in Alton. That after I toured them, the owner had three pairs of cleat I mean, shoes done, and one of them was like for she wears those to events now, and that's the part owner that has those, and that was really cool logo. It's been really good. They've that's had that's three pairs. That's awesome. We didn't tell you were gonna do this, but here we are. Those ones are those are mine. I wear those too. It's like, uh, I guess you'd call it like a cartoon design, and those are really cool. Those are Jordans, like you guys said. Yeah. You like yeah. those. That was another one from Damn. the lo- logo. It that one's really cool. That's that really one took cool. some time for sure. The stenciling on that took forever. So is that like a Louis Vuitton? Is that what that is? Correct. Is that, you put that on. Look at him. Look at you, stylish. Big baller. All right, that's that. That was the third one that I did for the people from at Logo It. It was really cool. That's a St. Louis Blues one. If you swipe to the left or right, it'll show you the the St. Louis Blues part of it. Ooh. That's just a little promo. Those are some like here. I have okay. Like these, if you can see these. This is one of my favorites. Can you? Is it good on there? Can you yep. see it? Yep. So on this one, I think these are awesome. I had a kid named Cameron Hailstone. He's at Kirkwood Community College now in Iowa. He's playing baseball there. So he told me, it's my senior night coming up. I want you to do a cleat where the left shoe is my past teams and the right shoe is my p- team in the future. So uh-huh. This shoe has all of his travel teams and high school teams he played on. And this one's a fully Kirkwood design. So I have like Rapid Cedar Rapids, Iowa on here and then like their logo and stuff. I thought this cleat was awesome. That is, that is that's a great idea. Yeah. Great idea. Now what's the uh the, the the America one you got next to you? I thought I kinda of brought this one for you guys. I thought <laughs> <laughs> so we love America, Ross. That's right. You're welcome for your freedom. All right. That's just a USA cleat and kid hit me up and said that I want Jordan ones. I wanted to have USA on them, do what you want, and that's real. I love when people do that, where they're like, "Tell me, do what you want, make yeah. it look cool." I can do that. Now, you talked about Logo It in Alton, and that's a that's a local place that just like makes T-shirts and things like that, right? Now, so do you do you have your shoes or displays or anything inside any retail businesses or any businesses around here? Is that a goal? See, with customs, no, I don't. But I don't know if you guys know what Basecamp is. <coughs> I do, yes, yes. So I do shoot resale. That's my. That's another thing that I do a lot of. Mm-hmm. And that's where I make my biggest profit margins rather than making, like, artistic stuff. And I have I can sign at Basecamp and sell shoes at Basecamp, and that's one of my things I really enjoy right now. Now, Basecamp, it's a, it's a, I don't, do you know anything about that, Ross? Yeah. yeah. That, that place and all. Now, yeah. was that started by some Marquette kids? Yeah. Uh, was Steven it? Peterball. Uh-huh. He's the owner of Base Camp, and he runs the full thing. He's the one that's there each day, and he's putting the work in right now. It's gotcha. Win. Gotcha. So you, you'll put some shoes in there for sale or whatever. And, uh, that's awesome. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Um, so let's get, let's get on to what's the second business you have. So on Instagram, it's sold by Sean, S-O-L-E-D by S-E-A-N is what it is. And it's literally just sneaker resale. So it's like how someone will buy a house. And buy it for a low price and sell it for a higher price. That's the same thing I'm doing with shoes. I buy it low and try and sell it high. Flip, flipping shoes. <laughs> well, I don't know. Instagram's got me messed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you you get on the internet, find a shoe. It's selling for thirty nine nine eight, which seems like a low price for you. What? What? I don't, know, I don't think I don't think he's talking about shoes that cost forty dollars. Well, I don't. Just, just an example. <laughs> right. It's an example. Uh, there's shoes that cost more than $40. Uh, so you, you find them on there cheaper and then you, 
and, and then you just re- try to resell them. Now, is this you doing this online? Like, right. So, like, I do it all through Instagram. There's a big resale market for shoes. Like, there's a huge market. So, on my Instagram, I have like 900 followers on around, nine, I have 856 followers right now. I'd say at least 600 of those are other resellers trying to buy shoes and sell shoes like me. Yeah. So, you find those people, you can buy shoes off them, they buy shoes off you. It's just a big circle that keeps going. It's easy. What, what are the top three shoes you sell? Or try flip. So easy slides are huge right now. Easy slide. You you'd be scared. You they're like two hundred dollar, two hundred fifty dollar slides that sell like crazy. Yeah, I'm familiar with what they are. I just wouldn't think they would be like number one resale. Wow. Yeah, I mean I've moved like twenty five, thirty pairs of those in the last month. Month. Yeah. Damn. Now he spelled it out for me, uh, but I didn't get it. Sold like S O L E D. Like soul, like souls of the shoes. Sold by shoe. I like that. I like that. Kids innovative, Ross. I can play a, a like I guess I call it a game with you. Uh-huh. How much did you think these shoes sold Ooh, for? I like this game. Uh, three fifty. I should have let Todd go. Well, I, I yeah, because I have no <laughs> idea. I just want to go higher. Just to, I'm not gonna guess. Tell me. Just tell me. Nine hundred sixty. Oh. Damn. Do, do you want to tell us how much you paid for them? See those? That was a shoe that I bought to wear to an event. So I paid around nine hundred. I made sixty bucks on nine hundred dollar investment. So you, it doesn't sound good. So you but. you <laughs> let me get this. Straight. So you bought them for event for nine hundred dollars. Jesus. And so, but you knowing that you're probably going to be be able to sell them. Right. But afterwards. I wore those to. The yeah. Event. You so you wore them to the event, and you're like, you're probably like, you see a mud puddle, like you're laying your jacket day, like you're not. <laughs> Increasing those? No, you're not. No, <laughs> someone stepped on it. They were getting choke slammed, weren't they? So you pick those up. You're like, okay, I know these are 900. I'm not gonna tell my parents. I ain't tell nobody about this. Buy them, wear them, looking good. Probably like had your feet propped up all night long on the tables and stuff. And then so that like you knew like, hey, I can probably get make a little profit off them. So you got an awesome pair of shoes to wear. Made 60 bucks off of them. And right. I'd say I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I see my size on Instagram and someone's selling uh-huh. for like a decent deal. I'm like, oh, I can wear these twice and then make money off them. That's awesome. And so are, are you just self-taught like on how much shoes are worth? Yeah, I've always saying? had like, a lot of interest in shoes. So I started, I had like five pairs. Of mm-hmm. shoes. I had like five like high dollar pairs. I was like, I don't even wear these. I don't like wearing them. They get dirty. They lose pro- They lose mm-hmm. value. And then Basecamp opened. I took them to Basecamp and I was like, here, I'll consign these, try and sell them for this. And they all sold in like two weeks. I had like $1,000 worth. I was like, <laughs> you're like, I got something here. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Money. Money. That's, that's amazing. Um, now, what, what do your parents do? Are my, they business owners? I'm asking just because are they business owners? No, my mom's a dean of students at Southwestern High School. And then my dad works in maintenance at Lewis and Clark. Uh-huh. So you just, uh, just, just, you just know they, they weren't business owners. just kind of something that was kind of. Neither of them were business owners, but I'd for sure say my mom has some business mind within her. Like she was a coach, so she has that to it. And I, I want to be a coach one day too of baseball. I want to be some sort of coaching while uh-huh. still staying within like resell and stuff like that. And so that'll, that'll lead me into, so what do you see yourself doing? You plan on going to college. So after college, where do you see your what do you see yourself doing as your career? So I'm majoring in business and sports management in college. So I talked to you a little bit how about I'd like to go into real estate some and look into that because that's basically what I just said where I'm doing shoes Absolutely. the shoe mm-hmm. filter. And just going from just going from houses to shoes. Just right. yeah. Yeah. Just, just learning something it. small. Yeah. Uh but from there I like I like I said, I'd like to be a coach and 
the, my travel ball team organization, I'm really good friend. Really, I guess I couldn't say friends. I'm really close with my the owner of that, and he's done an awesome job. It's Adidas Athletics over in St. Louis, and I really look up to that. I'd love to own a club, like club baseball team at some point, and I could keep doing shoes. I could keep doing real estate while doing that. So I'd like to have multiple streams of income, really. It, most, most millionaires – most millionaires multiple have multi streams. streams of income. Yeah, that's why I need this podcast to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> the thunder, the sand pit I, I built out there isn't making any money. <laughs> uh, but hey, to to play on to play on this this travel baseball team, you will need to buy custom shoes. <laughs> well, it just goes hand in hand. I mean, those those kids are going to want to buy shoes. Yeah, right? and, and, and like, if, hey, look what I happen to do on the side. And if they come in from out of state to play on this travel team, they have to he'll he'll have uh, he'll have houses for them to rent. So look at that, <laughs> he had it all. Got it all, um, man. This uh, this was a this was great. That was awesome. You know, yeah. I, I, Sean, applaud you for what you're doing, man. It's it it's all we we love this kind of thing. It ta- especially at your age, it takes it takes courage. Not a lot of kids have that courage. I mean, they're too scared to fail. You know, and yeah. put yourself out there. That's awesome. All right, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so, for being our kind of our first guest in here. Let's uh give it give his uh Instagram. How about you do it? Give your Instagram yeah, a shout give your, out yeah. but, uh, for both of them. So on Instagram, customs are 618customs. And then on the resale side, if you're ever looking for shoes, let me know. I can get a pair. I can let you know a price. It's sold by Sean, S-O-L-E-D-B-Y-S-E-A-N. Gotcha. And hit, hit our boy Sean up. Who Who's going to hit him up first for a pair of shoes? You or I? Ty. <laughs> That's our brother. <laughs> I, I seriously, I'm gonna have a thun, I'm gonna have a Thunderdome uh, shoe made. So we'll, we'll talk, Sean. I'm, <laughs> yeah. So I got you. Anyway, guys, if you're looking for some custom shoes, hit up our boy here. Um, uh, hit up our boy uh, Sean with some shoes, and thank you. Thanks for coming, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Pause. So um, our guest, Sean. That was that was pretty cool. That he, was he's left. We're gonna conclude on it a little bit, but man, that's awesome. It, it is just <laughs> such an early age, you know. I'm I'm blown. Like I know we we get on here and we're like, oh man, it's like it, act like I'm blown away, but but I really am. Kids that age that just have that that so much ambition and ideas and creativity. It makes me look back and say, <laughs> damn, I wish I, I wish I would have been more creative, more yeah. ambitious, and and went for something when I was that young. Right. You think about something that you were passionate about, like you know, I w- I've always been passionate about working out and fitness and things like that. I wish I'd have just like had like his sort of entrepreneurship spirit and uh and and we lost you over there and pause did your your phone die and we're back sorry about the technical difficulties (laughs) just just some rookies just some growing and i don't know if we said this at the beginning but in this new studio with these video capabilities we didn't test it first you and i are just like here we go don brown don brown walked us through how to do it and we're just like let's roll with it but going back to Sean, I mean, just yeah, like I had a like a passion for fitness. I I, I wish I'd have just someone said, hey, use that, do something with it, make it a make it a your career. You know, and all the books that you read now about entrepreneurship or other people that do things, you know, they always talk about starting early. Like in when you're even in high school or you're in your twenties, that's the time to take the biggest chance because you don't have a family. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people you don't maybe have a mortgage. You know. So it's it's a time in your life where you're still young. You can take a big chance, 
okay, it fails, but you learn so much from it and you have so much more time in your life to recover, recover. recuperate, find something else. And what else. are you really recovering from? Because you probably don't have a lot of money and you don't, you know? You know, one of the things I tell that CEO program when they come and see me and I, and I preach it and I preach it is, you know, when you get out of college or out of high school or whatever and you get a job, like that first job, don't, don't go out and buy a brand new car. Don't go out and buy a brand new house. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that because if you don't like your job or your career and you got these bills hanging over your head, this nut that you have to meet every week, you can't quit that job. You're married to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to stay there because if you quit, who, how are you going to pay for that that brand new freaking Jeep Wrangler you got? Yeah, you, you know? got an, you got an anchor tied down to you. Yes, and and I made I made that mistake right off the bat. Well, now, can I just tell you I, I told you not to? Oh, I know. <laughs> the, the only what saved me? What? Why I was able to do it is because I'd already bought a, a rental property. Mm-hmm. So I I was cash flowing very well off that. Well. At the beginning, all that cash flow, it just made my car payment and insurance. Yeah. And, you know, so I used everything I was cash flowing at the beginning off this house just to pay for this this car I thought I had to have. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't for two or three years down the road where, and, you know, I told it in my story and told it several times where, it, you know, just the light went off. And you, I sold it, and I'm driving so a what, 95 what, so, Honda. So you were driving what? What'd you buy? I had a Tahoe. A Tahoe. What year was it? Was, Brand new? No, it was it was it was like two or three years old. Yeah, I mean, way out of my. I'm first year teacher, way out of my. So, like, what year would that vehicle have been? So that would have been like a 2000. So I would have been like no seven because I started teaching in like eight or nine. Yeah, so it was a couple years old, and so then you you got rid of that, went back to a 95. (laughs) 95 was it a Honda? (laughs) Yeah, it was a Honda. Honda. (laughs) I mean, but you know, and and I I made fun of you, but right out of college, my first job, terrible job, I bought a Jeep Wrangler. Brand new, right? Brand new. Yeah. Brand new. Beat the <laughs> hell out of it. You know what I'm saying? And like s- stupid. You stupid. Know what I'm when when I started Pride, I my house was paid off. My vehicle was paid off. You know? And, and so I was able to do those things. You You're know? able to take a chance. Take a chance. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Quit your job. And- yes. Yes. But and, and I'm telling that to people now. They're like, well, you paid off. Your- yeah. But it took me that long. You know, I was in my 30s. How old were you when you started Pride? 38, 39. You're my age now. Yeah. And you you know, that's even impressive though, is that you had your house paid off and your car paid off at 38 years old. Yeah, but not a lot of people do yeah. that too. I mean, but that's that's but I also you for I mean, that's discipline. You know, you you didn't just pay off your house. I mean, you're probably making extra payments or doing whatever you got to do, but Well, I had a my my house I turned it into oh, a yeah. one bedroom apartment that's right. and I rent one side of it. But so that was kind of, and a small thing like and that. And it's not like I, I didn't go out and buy some like, you know, I still live in the same house. <laughs> I didn't go out and buy some fancy big house in Whispering Oaks or something like that. And where I'm making these huge payments, I was I paid it off early and, and then I was able to do that. And I'm telling people now, like, they're like, just don't buy that house and car. Wait until you find something that you love. Yeah. You know, and the biggest thing I take from that is that you you had it. You had all that stuff paid off the discipline to do that. Um, to get it paid off early, but you are now not tied down to any one, no boss, no, you know, right. I mean, you are, you've made yourself free of risk or free of, of, of being held down to something, I I guess. And I mean, that's, that's incredible. And and you and I have preached this before. It's like neither one of us live in this big fancy house or drive super 
fancy cars or anything like that because it, it just it doesn't make any sense. And you know what is that quote from Fight Club? People buy things to impress people that they don't like. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. something. It's something along those lines, and it's and it's so true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're we're, we're all gonna die, and it won't take long after you die that people will forget about you. You know, once your family starts, you know, I mean, what, 20 years down the road, you're, you're forgotten about pretty much. Yeah. And what are you doing? Buying stuff to impress all those people that, yeah. you know, for one day you'll be forgotten. Exactly. Exactly. Go, going back to that CEO program, a couple of things I always, I always say to them when they come in. First of all, my opening line is always this. And if this doesn't inspire you enough, I say, I'm a moron and I own a business. If I can do it, <laughs> any of you can do it. That's always my opening line every single time. But uh, one thing that I do that, with them is I, I put up like a set of four cones inside the gym. And, uh, and I, when they come in, I don't know how many others, 15 or 20 of them in that class. Yeah, around that. Yeah. Something like that. And I have them stand inside of it, these cones. And they're, they're really crowded. I mean, it's, it's, it's small. And so I tell them, I said, this was the size of pride when I started. And that's the actual, that's my, that's the dimension. So they're standing in the dimensions of my two car garage. And then, I mean, it looks tiny, like out here on yeah. like in the turf or whatever. So that's a great idea. Yeah. So you know, when, they, when they first walked into the brick house, they, they walked into the front door to the new, the new addition. Mm -hmm. And I, and I immediately introduced myself and said, follow me, mm -hmm. walked into the brick yeah. house. And I, and I didn't say anything besides who I was, introduced myself, didn't ask another question, walked inside the brick house because before I told my story, I wanted to start right there. Yeah. You know, I should have not, I should have unlocked the the old brick <laughs> have them come right, right yeah that. <laughs> you know when i was i was up there for the i don't know the final four and i had to sit over in the the old part i was like man <laughs> i like i could not believe that this was all it used to be yeah. you don't even have the big bar in there anymore and it looks tiny yeah i couldn't imagine putting the bar back in there and then what it would look like <laughs> you know I think I did. We pull this off with the video. I thought. I, th I think. I think so. I think we did. Right. You know, we had some hiccups. I had to help you with the. I had to help you with the cameras. Got a, got, got a new job over here. I gotta get used to. Yeah. Um, the one thing. I, last thing I'll, I'll say about that CEO program. Uh -huh. I'm so impressed by it. But I, I was trying to come up with some things to to tell them um, that maybe other people hadn't already told them because I knew I was the last one of the year. Right. And so you know you go around you you. You listen to all these other people, and everybody's going to tell you, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta be motivated by what you do. You gotta love what you do. Mm -hmm. You got you, that has to get you out of bed. Everybody says that, you know, right. it has to get your feet on the ground. You gotta love to go. So one thing that I, what I, I said to him <clears throat> that I, that you don't think about it at a young age, but I do now with the family and with the wife that I have is amazing. Is I said, you know, probably the number one thing now that I, I could tell you advice is as you get older. Um, as you decide, you know, who you're going to marry, your, your wife, your husband, your partner, whatever, make sure that whoever you marry, if this is what you're going to do, if you're going to be an entrepreneur like myself or you, like truly, that's what you're going to do. That's your calling. That is your job. You have to make sure that whoever you marry, whoever is going to end up being your partner for life has the same mindset as you that understands because this is. That's big. This is a lifestyle. It is your life. It is it's not a fad that comes and goes with you. If you truly are doing this like me and you, you have to have a partner that has the same mindset as you because one of two things is going to fail. 
either your business is going to fail to keep that marriage going <laughs> or your marriage is going to fail. And you don't want either one of those things to happen. So you have to be sure who you marry, who you choose that partner to be, has to have that same mindset that they understand that you're going to miss family vacations. I've missed numerous family vacations. You don't get many family vacations, to be honest no. with you. You're going to miss some things that you need to be at, if it's ball games or whatever. And, you know, it's for the greater good of the family down the road, but you just, your family has to, and you got to raise your family that way. Like, this is what we do. You know, if Donnie B wouldn't have had that mindset and saw it, like, had the vision with you, like, she would have never moved into that little tiny apartment that you moved into. No. You moved into a tiny little apartment and, and drove a little piece of crap vehicle after you quit, like, your job that was going to be your career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you were, you took steps down as far as where you lived and how you lived. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? If, if she wouldn't have been down with that. I mean, one, you either don't do the business or you two never work. No, we were, at, we were at a point we had just gotten married and then all of a sudden I spring this on her, but I'd always talked about at right. some point I want to, she knew what my goals and dreams were. Um, you know, maybe you don't overthink someone's going to jump in. like <laughs> I did, But, yeah. but I mean, she knew that, but but you're right. I mean, at that point, like we were so n- newly married that if when I start talking about this seriously, if she would have said no, no, we're not doing that, it, it would have stopped it. Right. And she did. Right. Either that the marriage stops or you continue teaching and being like not happy the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and you knew with Donnie B, she was a hard worker when you met her. Her dad was a you know an entrepreneur himself. So, you know, she had that sort of mindset. Yeah, and it's just a lot of things. I mean, that's what drew, you know, we, we had a lot yeah. of things in common and you know that was one of them. So <clears throat> yeah, that, that was a buy side game that I that's that I, I thought was good that they needed to hear. I always tell them don't get married till you're at least thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> I t- I do I tell them something like that because you know a lot of these people get married too young and like if you don't gr- like kind of what you're saying if you don't grow together like like if you know if I married somebody who I was dating when I was 23 like we, would you still like each other when you're 43 yeah. you know what I'm saying I mean that you're totally different people so people don't think about that enough anyway I'm not gonna get on that ramp I think we pulled this off with the video I hope I, I, I hope people like this I hope you know it's gonna add a, a you know, a whole new, uh, a whole new aspect to our podcast. I can't wait to see what it, what it looks like um, with the bouncing back and forth. In the <laughs> video. I hope it's with me reaching over and hitting the switcher. <laughs> anyway, all right. This has been the Eat Slay Live podcast, and we are the Lock Executioner Slay on, brother. Signing off.